episode 15 of Louis P Nutrition Radio. I hope you're all well and um, I've had some equipment delivered today which I was excited to use and actually the subject of today's podcast um, was brought up by a client this morning and I wasn't going to properly cover this topic for, well, it hadn't uh, come on my radar and actually with the changing circumstances for a lot of people then I think this might be useful for a lot of people to listen to and I've done a fair bit of reading as I'm someone who struggles to focus from time to time and have read a lot of research, done a lot of reading on self-help books, things like that. So um, I'm hoping there'll be some useful takeaways for you today. So today is about focusing when working from home. A lot of people at the moment will have changed their work environment again and might not be very comfortable or enjoy working from home. And that's perfectly fine. However, we need to understand that we don't get to choose or we haven't got a choice in this situation. If we have to work from home, we do. So let's embrace it and make it as best as we can. And I've come up with a few tips, really, um, for people who might struggle to focus on the tasks at hand or feel that their mind wanders when they're doing work from home. And just a few things that people might not have thought of or that I've read about that people might find useful. So we'll start first of all with breaking down all of your tasks. So writing a to-do list of what you've got to do today. Usually people will write down a handful of things, but actually being more specific and breaking each task down into a smaller task if needs be. So if there's multiple processes to a task, actually breaking it down into that because you might feel a bit demotivated at the end of the day if you've only done one thing on your to-do list, but if that one thing on your to-do list contains 20 different processes behind it, actually you've done 20 things so again just adding putting a positive spin on it and also helps you manage your expectations and how long tasks are going to take as well so doing that breaking it down into bite-sized chunks and maybe taking an estimate of how long that'll take giving yourself a window this also gives us the chance to write down things that might be on our mind but aren't to do with work and we don't want to forget so if there's something that you have to do today that isn't work-related or isn't task-focused, but you haven't written it down anywhere and it's something you don't want to forget, just writing it down on, I've got a whiteboard at my desk where I write stuff down, like I wrote my Christmas shopping down there before Christmas, just so that was there and I didn't forget it. But then also it frees up space. The way I look at this is our brain, if we see our brain as a computer and if we've got lots of things on our mind and we haven't saved them, it's like having loads of browsers open in your web browser, like lots of pages open, tabs open, and then maybe a few programs running as well in the background where you try and do lots of things. And we all know when you do that, your computer slows down massively, just like we will. When we've got lots on our mind, we can't stay focused. It takes us a while to complete a task. So by writing it down, it's almost like we've saved that web address in a document somewhere. And if we have that document to hand, we can close it. That's all saved. And we can just focus on having one tab open with this to-do list as well a good thing to do is identify easy wins so oftentimes we might have a lot of emails in our email box going through them have a quick glance and seeing if there's any potential easy wins and just writing that down our to-do list that instead of having 20 emails and you think oh god each of those is going to take five ten minutes to think about respond to or have to look at this and some of them might take a bit longer but some of them might not need a response at all some of them might just need oh brilliant thanks for that hope you have a good day that's all 
And the more that we can identify tasks that are like that, or for me, it might just be adjusting someone's macros or something like that. And those tasks can take, look like they can take up the same amount of space on a piece of paper, but actually might only be a five, 10 minute job once we've sort of thought about it. So identifying potential easy wins or things that aren't going to be needed today. If you've got things on there that are on your to-do list, but actually, actually that can be pushed back a bit or that doesn't need to be done until tomorrow or Friday, then we can write that down and put that on tomorrow's to-do list. But helping manage your workload for today is probably the main goal. And that will help us stay focused as well because we know what we've got to do and complete. Next of all, one of the things I find myself doing, I tend to get distracted quite easily and um, an idea will pop up and I'll quickly open a new, before I know it, open a new tab, be Googling something, going down a bit of a search hole, looking at some new research papers and I'll be like, how did I end up here? So noticing these common triggers or distractions and limiting them if you can. So things like your phone, having it on silent, having the face down, having it on work mode, knowing people that need to know that you're in work mode at the time or whatever, um, closing down browse social media if you don't need them or only having them open for when you need them and not having them open constantly, just adds an extra barrier into opening them up again and distracting yourself and go, going off task. So little things that I find are going, if I've got a few browsers open or a few tabs open, I'll sort of go, is that necessary now? No. Do I need it later? Maybe. Let's write it down somewhere or I'll save it or I'll make a note of it somewhere that I need it. Um, I don't switch my phone off, but I have it on silent pretty much all the time anyway, as probably most of us do. I've turned off a lot of notifications from social media and I only go in there when I want to go in there rather than being pulled away into it. And I do have work mode if I am struggling that day. Um, things like your environment in general. So having a nice clear environment and the pretty much all anything that you've got to focus on is the task at hand. So not having things going on in the background or overseeing things if you can help it. I know this is me talking to someone who one doesn't have kids or doesn't live with any other people. Um, so I'm in quite a privileged position. But if you've got to have the kids in the background, then obviously you've got to keep an eye on them, but managing other distractions as well. So in the times that you do have a chance to crack on with work, then you are fully focused and engaged in that as well. Um, another useful tactic that I've found is monitoring and managing attention span. So some people can just be locked into a task for hours and not need a break. I'm very much unlike that. I used to be quite bad and I've got a lot better and identifying how long you usually, if you catch yourself, and drifting off to another task, just knowing down once when you started it and when you've drifted off, that can be a good things like, oh, I've managed to focus for 20, 25 minutes. And mine varies from 25 to over an hour if I'm fully really engaged in it. But I have a little timer on my watch that is set for repeating on every 25 minutes. 25 minutes is like the usually the lower barrier for me where if I'm not feeling very productive that day or very engaged, I will... Um, set a timer and it'll buzz on my wrist every 25 minutes and that just gives me one I don't have to worry about how long I've spent on a task I can sort of try and engage for the duration and take my mind away from the timer which go right I'm going to do this until it, my wrist buzz, buzzes then when it buzzes I can go right where I'm at the moment how am I feeling and usually by that point I'm actually more engaged than when I started so I feel a lot better and I'll just let it I'll just turn it off and it'll repeat again another 25 minutes 
it also gives me a chance to go, right, if I'm not ready for another 25 minutes work or if the next task is going to be a bit longer and I feel like I need a break, I can take myself away for five, 10 minutes, do whatever. Um, it just allows me natural points to review and also gives me sort of a, if I've got bite-sized chunks down into the stuff that should take me 10, 15 minutes, then I might have to get one or two of those tasks done within that 25 minute win window as well, which um, allows me to get things done on my to-do list and tick them off as I go. That's another thing as well, like to, to do this, tick things off, write them out because it just makes you realize how much you've done that day as well. So just a nice little feel good factor, if, if especially if you've got a few easy wins at the start of the day, whereas a few messages that need a quick response or parts of work that are only going to take up the minutes, then before you know it, you've ticked four or five things off a to-do list of like seven or eight things and it just oh i'm already halfway through and i'm only an hour in some of the tasks might be a bit bigger but it makes you realize and gives you that motivation to keep on going next up what makes you feel your best this is something that i probably discussed quite a bit and with work especially if you're not used to being quite sedentary and you're going to be sitting sat in front of a laptop at home if you're in the office, potentially you've got opportunities to go away, to make tea, socialize with other people, and you don't, you might not get that at home. So understanding what makes you feel the best in the environment that you're in. Things like getting up and going for a walk at a certain time, getting outside if you can, socializing with people, even though if it is through a phone or having a phone call or WhatsApp, whatever, doing those things and having those scheduling throughout the day, but also building that routine. If you're working from home for the next couple of weeks, months, whatever, then having a set routine of, right, I get to start work at this time. I usually go for my morning walk at this time and I call so-and-so two, three days a week. All these kinds of things gives us little things to look forward to, but also our body likes routine. We like routine. So although it is good to have occasional things that aren't routine, the majority of our lives should probably be running on a schedule, especially with work, because that's how we're pretty much productive. We get into the routine. We know what to expect, what, what needs to do, what we need to do. So getting in and figuring out what makes you feel your best. And this little easy win as well is just having food ready or like that doesn't need much prep. So when you do have your lunch break, you're not spending the whole of the hour that you've got getting ready and cooking something from scratch you might want to sometimes but it is nice and easy to have something in the fridge that you've cooked before and you've batch cooked then you can just whip out throw some whatever with it maybe a bit of salad whatever and it just gives you a bit more downtime where you're not um you haven't got another thing to decide we don't want to we can if we can reduce the amount of decisions that we have to make then that allows us to make better decisions when we do have to make decisions there's a thing called decision fatigue and you might have heard about Steve Jobs. This is just going a bit on a tangent now. Steve Jobs, um, actually it might be relevant, um, tend to wear this, tend to, to have worn the same thing every day. Just one thing that you didn't have to decide on that day. Just one less thing. If your food's ready, you don't have to decide what you're having for lunch because it's already made. And yes, it's nice to have a bit of a difference every now and a bit of surprise. That's brilliant. But if you're making it a bit easier for yourself, just by going, yeah, this is, I've got this for lunch, whatever, I can crack on. Then it actually gives you time to relax, have a bit of downtime, get outside during your break rather than worrying about having to cook for the whole time. So little things like that can be an easy win. Um, limit your excuses to be distracted. Offices are quite bad for this from my experiences where people can get up for a coffee and a tea a couple of times an hour if they really want or pop to the loo or they've got to do this and it just takes you away from the task potentially that you're in. So having something to hand for when you are working, so make sure you've got your drinks with you, make sure 
Um, one of the things that I recommend that I like in particular is having a snack to hand because if you do feel a bit peckish, instead of dragging yourself away, getting out of the groove, having something to hand is a bit easier. However, I would recommend having something that isn't so palatable. So I'm not going to sit here with, for me personally, a dairy milk sat on my desk because that wouldn't work for me because I'd be looking at going, I could, I can easily eat that now. And I'd probably be quite food, food focused on it. So for me, having something like some fruit to hand actually works for me because it's not that appetizing that I'm like, I'm going to stop work to eat this. But if I do feel a bit hungry or I need a snack or I want a snack, then that's the hand there. And it's a good option for me. It's in line with my goals. Everyone's in very different here. But for me personally, having um, a squash with me, maybe having a coffee with me and a snack to hand or within reach, then that works better for me. So limiting your excuses to be distracted. Um, adding rewards to tasks once they're done. So setting natural breaks throughout the day of like, right at this point, I'm going to go outside and go for a walk because I've ticked off X amount of jobs or I can go at this time, get all this done beforehand. These sorts of things can be beneficial because it gives us incentive to complete the task at hand. Also, if we can just focus on the task at hand and be fully engaged in that, then we're actually going to probably do it quicker so adding all these up even if it's just making a slight adjustment can make a big difference to completing more tasks in general but having a reward there um not for completing everything just be like okay so once this is done i'll go for this and that just gives you that little nudge especially if you've been working for an hour or so and you're feeding yourself wearing a bit thin you're like can i get to the end of this actually after this i'll go for a walk and that'll wake me up and it also gives you the drive to finish the task so last one um I don't know if I spoke about this before, I can't remember because I've been speaking for quite a while, would be allocating the expected um, unexpected time to a task. There is a thing that happens to me that if I haven't got a lot on my to-do list that day, it could just be an hour or two's worth of laptop work. Actually, I might drag that out for eight hours because I've just got, oh, I've got the whole day to do this and you end up just dragging it out. So you give yourself the time that you allocate to it. Same things happen with deadlines that if you leave it to the last minute, you know that you'll get it done. It'll, it will get done actually you end up just cramming loads of working towards the end so how about we give ourselves a bit more of an easier ride and just allow ourselves a certain amount of time earlier on people who are really organized usually in like head-on deadlines usually great at this but they allocate an expected time and also set themselves almost like an imaginary deadline so doing that sort of thing can give you a bit of a boost in that this needs to be done by this time but also reduce the stress long-term because if you need to go back to it before it's submitted or sent or whatever, then you can review it with a fresh set of eyes just to check it through again and also allows you to complete more. Like I said, if you give yourselves all day to do a task, you'll, you'll, you'll take all day to do it. So a bit of an impromptu, bit off the balance. I realized I haven't done a huge amount of nutrition, um, actual podcasts with like, fats, carbs, proteins, which is something that I want to cover, hydration um, and different specific goals. I know I've covered fat loss, but lots of things in the pipeline, lots of exciting things for people who potentially listen to this in the next couple of weeks. Um, but I will keep you posted on those kinds of things. I hope you are having a wonderful day and I look forward to speaking to you soon.